Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're here as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss why sleep is one of the most important things we can do and how our pets can teach us how to prioritize. Hey, Nicole, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. So tell us about how your experience with putting the fork down went. Oh, geez. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) do we have to start with this? (laughs) Um, yeah, so those of you that aren't familiar with what we're discussing, go ahead and listen to episode three. Um, we talked about Nicole's, I don't even know what it is, but like <laughs> fork, challenge. Not, fork challenge. Yeah, that's good. A fork challenge. <laughs> you put the fork down or the food down in between every bite. So, okay. So I have a lot of thoughts on this, but I didn't do so well. Um, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, the main thing, like if I was sitting down with my family or like we were like at a calm place, then it was fine. It was easy. But I noticed like one, I eat a lot in the car, which is terrible, like just little things like a bar or something. So then I kept thinking, well, I should put the bar down, which, you know, that just made me think I shouldn't eat in the car. (laughs) And then (laughs) and then when my kids are around, it's like not relaxing. So like I just shove food in my face when I'm not like you know, trying to feed the baby or like Mm -hmm. get Luke to, you know, not feed the dog. And then, um, but if it's just like John and I, it was actually pretty easy because as I shared with you guys in an earlier episode when he was in the ER, you know, so he, he eats like an old man now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not kidding. It takes him like 30 minutes to like chew like half of a, you know, hot dog or something. So, not that he even really eats hot dogs, but you know, like he just takes forever because he's so like paranoid and he wants to uh-huh. chew and he actually has lost about the same amount of weight you have. So, really? so it got me, yes. Oh my God. And you know, he's not a big guy. Uh-huh. He's like completely slummed out his belly. And like, we went to my sister-in-law's wedding and everyone's like, Oh my God, John, you look so good. So I think what I took away from it is really, it's the slowing down. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's hands down what it is. And it's just an awareness to like stopping and just eating like nothing else. Now that's not always possible, but I think that's what it, I think that's what's making the change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I've, been trying what we've been trying as a family on the days where we're all home to sit down as a family because like when Luke started eating solids we would just kind of like feed him and then and then we eat after but then we realized like he started getting into this really picky demanding toddler mode where because he thought it was just like the Luke show so now I'm like no we are all eating this one meal and that is what we're eating and so there's no like options like can I have this or this and so um and it's just like obviously something I want us all to do so that's really something I'm working on so if any listeners have any tips you know email me or let me know like what you guys do as parents because like in the chaos of having little ones like how do you actually eat your meal (laughs) 
no totally no that's a I think that's a that's a big one and it's super cool to incorporate that early on so that like by the time they're teenagers like they're just accustomed to it and so they do it without you having to beg to join you at the table yeah yeah which you'll you'll get there when when they're teenagers oh I I, yeah I'm sure I mean everything is there's all these little challenges that I just never really anticipated but um yeah we're currently like you know, you can't have the whole bowl of rice, Luke. You have to eat something else as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's the stage we're in. So anyway, yeah, so I'm working on it, but I do definitely see the value and, you know, how much I rush. So I'm going to keep, keep at it. Keep slowing down. <laughs> keep on keeping slow. That's like, yeah, inspiration <laughs> for me forever. So... <laughs> Yeah. So in speaking of inspiration, you have just told me a little bit of a story and I actually really haven't even heard this story. I've just seen a picture of your, <laughs> of your couch. So why don't you tell us about this? So we had a very interesting sucky moment this week. We have a, a new dog. Uh, I've talked about him before. We've had him for about three months. He's a rescue dog. So we're still kind of learning how he ticks kind of and how he like fits in with us and has he, how old is he? He's two. So he's still not really a puppy, but he's very much a puppy temperament, especially like dogs who've lived in a shelter a long time and who had like a pretty rough start. Like we know there was some definite abuse. Um, I know. And he's just so cute. How could you? Um, but so he's still like, he's going to be in the puppy stage for a little bit longer than most puppies will. Uh, so we're still definitely in that, but he's, he's huge. He is 60 pounds of dog. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, and how big is Phoenix, your other one? Oh, he's only 10 pounds, girl. 10. <laughs> like, no teeth. Sh- no teeth. Tongue hangs out all day, every day. <laughs> So Shiner's tail can like literally knock Phoenix over off his feet. (laughs) Oh my God. You will put, you guys will post a picture of these two because they're a pair. Oh, and they're just so cute together. But anyway, so we had an interesting moment. So he has some anxiety issues from his past and they're just starting to like emerge and we're trying to figure out how to handle them and how to prevent them. So I came home from work to eat lunch one day and I'm like coming up the stairs. The dogs are super pumped to see me. I'll have to record that one day because that is hilarious watching them, (laughs) how excited they get. But we go outside, they do their business and then I'm coming back in. We go up the stairs and I see that our couch is like diagonal in the room and I'm like okay that's weird it was definitely not like that when we left this morning and it's like a a big couch like regular size couch and so then I get a little bit closer not only is the couch like turned diagonally but chunks of the couch have been eaten like completely eaten Oh my god. Like on the arms, on the armrest, there's like little buttons that are like stapled in. He was able to like get his teeth in that and like pull and just keep pulling until there's absolutely no stuffing in there. Um, I didn't even know what the inside of a couch looked like, (laughs) but he was pulling so hard. It like drug the couch across the floor and scraped up the wood floor. I mean, it, it's insane. I don't know how he was able to move it, but basically my couch was eaten beyond repair. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you feed your dog? 
I know you would think I don't, but I mean, his bowl was full. I was like, really? This, the couch is more appetizing than your food. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Wait till you see the picture. You're not going to believe like it's insane. Um, but basically let me find an inspired action in this insanity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I mean, it took a while. Like we were in awe for a while that this would, that it was even a possibility of happening. But the reason it happened, what we were like coming down to figuring out is that that morning we decided to sleep in a little bit later. And instead of going on our morning run, we were like, oh, 10 more minutes. Let's just go ahead and sleep. And that's what we did. And with Phoenix, that was fine because Phoenix is an older dog. He's cool with skipping the morning run. Um, but Shiner, not so much. He's got a he's got a little bit too much energy. So we've learned that Shiner has to have the morning run. Like it's not up for negotiation. It's not up for 10 more minutes of sleep. He just has to have that. And it really like pulled me back and made me realize that like my actions, like snoozing for 10 more minutes, don't just affect me. Don't just affect Vic, but like it just ripples out. Like it affects how Shiner's day goes. And of course it affects how Phoenix's day goes. Cause he had to watch that madness go down. I can only think what he was thinking. He's probably shaking in his paws. Like, ah. like what's wrong with that guy? I, I wish that had been on video, but it was just like a really, a, a beautiful moment <laughs> to realize like, wow, it's, it's not just about you. Like your every action you take has a reaction to all the people animals around you um so we've been really mindful about it since then we run every morning <laughs> my gosh isn't that so true though I love what you just said like uh, every action has a reaction mm-hmm. Ooh, isn't that the truth so yeah I mean it, everything we do affects somebody somewhere even if you don't realize it is the like other people are affected even when you don't realize you are affecting them yeah absolutely yeah and I think pets can really give us a lot of advice (laughs) and they can't talk, but they, I mean, I know for us, like, yeah, we we get, we can get so bogged down with the kids and stressed and our dog and cat, like, you know, we'll start to like Bella will go outside of the litter box and Roxy will have an Mm -hmm. accident inside. And it's like, we're not giving them any attention. Like we stopped walking Roxy, same type of thing. And it's like, it's Mm -hmm. not okay. (laughs) Yeah, no. Mm -mm. And then your couch gets eaten. So pay attention. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And then we can blame them, but it's really not their fault. No, not at all. It was not his fault at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we all learned a lesson. Did you like the couch? Was it like a new couch? No, no, no. Actually, this is one that I had before we even got married. So it's really old. So I am I was totally cool with it. So what we decided, <laughs> like in a weird way, but like what we decided was we're just going to leave the couch. So this couch is still literally in my house and it's... Oh, God. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And we just decided to to leave it there because we need to wait till we're out of the puppy phase for sure to get a new one. Um, But it's also kind of like a constant reminder of like, hey, pay attention. Like, oh, yeah, not just you. (laughs) You're going to but I can't like I cannot picture you living at the couch like that. You're like the neatest person. Oh, man. No, but it's like we did have to like staple it back in because I I didn't know there were staples I didn't even, I didn't know the inside of a couch. So I learned some things there. There's not much in a couch, but, um, and I was like, I paid for all that. That's not much there, but it is kind of like a really good reminder to like slow down. You're not the only person on the planet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Good job. Shiner. (laughs) (laughs) He gets a point. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, speaking of couches and sleeping, how's that for a bad transition? Oh, but hey, <laughs> but it totally did. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on the whole transition thing. But I really want to talk about something that I have major issues with that I'm working on, and that's sleep. Mm. Oh, yes. So this has been a new, I don't want to say new, but it's definitely been like a very intentional focus for me. And I mean, it started with, when we had Luke, you know, when you have a newborn, like you don't sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know for something about adding a second child, like Zoe started sleeping through the night pretty early, but we were still exhausted all the time. And I could somehow like being a single person, being a married person, being a mom of one somehow still function. Okay. I probably I was clearly not functioning my best, but okay. Not getting enough sleep, but something about that second child put me over the edge. And so it just like smacked me in the face. How, not only how exhausted I was, I knew I was always tired, but I got to a point where I like almost couldn't function and take care of my kids, especially in the beginning. In the, like the, Nicole knows all the stories, but she and she's seen it in real life. But Zoe, for the first four months of her life, literally cried every second she was awake, and so mm, I right. needed like so much energy to to deal with that. And the one one good thing was that she slept most of the night, and so there was like no reason that we weren't totally rested during the day. So anyway, um, somehow we made it through, and she's a happy baby now. But and she's um, gorgeous. I, thank you. She is such a sweet. She's so happy now. But um, but I still am so challenged. So anyway, Nicole and I both started reading Ariana Huffington's new book. It's called The Sleep Revolution. And we'll put information um, in the show notes for you guys if you're interested in it. Uh, and there's tons of great resources out there on sleep. And it's this is no news that we need sleep like, hello. <laughs> it sounds so obvious. But uh, she said a lot of things that really kind of hit me like what what did what are some of the things that you enjoyed I think the biggest one for me was just realizing I mean like you know sleep is important but when she started like going through like what it is the lack of sleep like how it affects you in your work and your relationships when she went through all that I was like oh my gosh that's real like I've, I can feel that on the days that I don't get enough sleep but I guess just hearing someone say it back to you like that I was like whoa you're right <laughs> yeah oh my gosh well there's this quote I think it's directly from the book and I'll read it that really spoke to me personally it says you you need to be able to nurture yourself in order to be a good mother, good at your job, good at servicing your community. I really believe women can do it all, but they can't do it all at the at the expense of their health, their sleep, and their sense of well-being. And um, yeah, as a working mom, and I mean, I just really relate to her in that way. And the book is not just for women or moms, but it, it you know, she talked a lot about like, she said like the la- a lack of sleep is the cognitive equivalent of coming to work drunk. I mean, oh my gosh, you know, and I'll, I'll share a story that's like really, really sad. Um, one of my old bosses from like my, my, one of my first jobs out of college actually fell asleep at the wheel and killed his best friend. Oh my gosh. And someone else. And so like, he was driving the car and his friend was in the passenger seat and um, he fell asleep. So his friend died and the other person in the car died. And I mean, he was he was young when it happened. So, I mean, like he still lives with that. And I, I just remember talking to him. I mean, he 
is that's not something you get over, mm-hmm. you know? Oh. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, not to mention that you could go to jail for it, but I mean, it, it's heavy. Right. And so, I mean, I don't share that to be like a downer, but more of like a wake up and, you know, it's the same thing with like texting and driving and all those things. But yeah, I do think like in our culture, we sometimes celebrate like mm-hmm. how little sleep we get. No, for sure. I agree. Right. Like in college, it was totally like that. I mean, we'd be like pounding sugar and Dr. Pepper and I wasn't a coffee drinker at the time. My friends would drink coffee and just everything and be like, yeah. And oh, gosh, I just this just made me think of this. (laughs) My um, it was my freshman year. And so in high school, like I always got sleep. Like I, my parents taught us like very good sleep habits. And so it was never an issue. So I went, I sh- college was a shocker to me for a lot of reasons. One, because I all of a sudden started drinking alcohol, which I never had. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother discussion day. But, um, but two, I wasn't used to not getting sleep and it was like a, it was like a badge of honor. And so mm-hmm. I just kind of did what other people did and, um, I couldn't function. And so I actually slept through one of my finals. <gasps> Really? Yeah, it was my one of my communication classes, which ended up being my major. And here's the like saving thing, right? Because if I had gone to a big university, I would have just failed my final, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I went to Trinity University, which is in San Antonio. It was like such an awesome school. And there was like maybe only 25 people in our class. And the teacher knew that this guy, Mark, was friends with me. And he was like, Mark, where's Angela? Like, he knew I wasn't there. And Mark's like, I don't know. And this is before... I think, I don't think we had cell phones at the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm dating myself. But um, <laughs> he called my dorm room. He told him to leave and call my dorm room. And he did. And he woke me up. And he was like, get your butt here. Oh, my gosh. Like, that's oh. amazing. Yes. And, I mean, I was like, oh, MG. Like, I, I mean, first of all, like, I had just fallen asleep. So I'd only, like, been asleep for two hours or something. And so I was, like, jostled awake. And then I had to take this test. But, I mean, it was crazy. So, anyway, yeah. Needless to say, I've never done well without sleep. But um, so I, what I, I, one of the things that I thought was really good is she does this like easy, or I, I say easy, it's not easy, but t- simple, like twelve secrets to your best sleep ever, and we'll post it in the show notes. But um, it's just kind of like twelve things you can do. And what I love about it is that she says this is so true. Um, as being like a new mom, understanding this, like when we put our kids to bed, there is a ritual, like there is a tradition, there is something that they expect every day. It's like we first we take a bath and then we brush our teeth and then we sing this song. And you know, every every parent and every kid has their thing. Mm-hmm. But kids need that. And she said, like, when we become adults, we we lose that. And I'm like, oh, it's so true. Oh, that is what's interesting is um, when Caleb kind of transitioned from being like there's this point where they start like putting themselves to bed, you know, Yeah. Uh, but he like didn't know like what all needed to be done. So we literally made a list out for him. And it's like, you know, brush your teeth, rinse your mouth floss, you know, turn off your light, plug in your night, like all these, I literally just labeled a long list for him. And to this day, it is still on his mirror and he still uses it. Oh my God. That's cool. So that's like his Uh ritual. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, and as a teenager using it, which kind of encourages, encouraged me to create one too. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, and so we'll kind of go through the 12 things that she says really briefly. Um, one is create an environment that's dark, quiet, and cool. 
Uh, Two is turn off electronic devices at least 30 minutes before bedtime. We're going to revisit this one in a second. Three is don't charge your phone next to your bed. Oh, that's hard. (laughs) Oh, girl. Yeah. I've been fighting with that one for a while. Uh, Four is stop drinking caffeine after two. That one I can do because I'm I'm good with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know I have a lot of students that have been working on that one for a while. Um, use your bed for sleep and sex only, no work. That's a great one. And honestly, like I learned that one from my parents years ago. Like we never had TVs in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so I always said like, and when I met John, I was like, I, it's a deal breaker. Like we can't have a TV in the bedroom. And he was like, okay. <laughs> nice. No, I agree. That's, that's a, that's a big one. Yeah. But you know, what's starting to like sneak in is the phones exactly. and so that you might as well have a tv so mm-hmm. i've yeah i i've got to work on that um keep pets off the bed this one is like we've had some discussion on like debatable with uh oh, my students yeah. and i how do i know you don't that one you don't tough. agree with that one <laughs> no i like the puppies in the bed i sleep better knowing where they are uh, and they're like little snugglers <laughs> oh, I, know. I think it just depends on if it affects you negatively or not mm-hmm like yeah. any of these things, like none of these things are like absolutely like you should do all these 12 things. It's like these are, you know, these are her suggestions. But like I like I know there was a point where the cat was constantly like digging into us like physically like not digging. <laughs> it's a bad word. But <laughs> she would like, you know, scooch herself in so far that it would like make my neck funky and I'd wake up like in this crazy position. You know, she stopped doing that because she's old now. She's just at the end of the bed. But um, you know, just ask yourself, does it affect you in a negative way? Uh, so seven is take a hot bath with Epsom salts. Uh, I did that a lot when I was pregnant, but I'm not as into baths now. Um, eight is wear pajamas or even a special t-shirt, but something that is only for bed. Oh, I like that. I do too. This one I actually started to do a couple years ago and it made a really big difference. So it's like, I don't know, it gives your body a signal. And I got rid of actually my old like ratty things I'd wear to bed and I went out and just bought some nice comfy pajamas. Mm, so it could, could be a fun treat. Uh, let's see. Nine is do some light stretching, deep breathing, yoga or meditation. And Nicole and I know some stuff about that. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I own a yoga studio and Nicole is a teacher and a manager there. So we'll, we'll get into some more yoga stuff later. I, we didn't want the podcast to be yoga centered, but we can certainly give give you all some great tips and stuff. Um, 10 is choose a real book or an e-reader that does not emit blue light. 11 is sip tea. And she suggests lavender or chamomile, which I have to say is relaxing. But that one I can't do because then I have to pee all night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't think I could do that one either. Yeah. So again, like make sure it helps, doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then 12 is write down a list of what you're grateful for before bed. Oh, that's a good one. I really like that. Yeah, that's nice, I think. Um, Okay, so what we're going to do for our try this, and you guys can obviously try any of them, because if this one that I give you isn't your challenge, pick a different one, but turn off uh, electronic devices at least 30 minutes before bedtime. Yeah, that's a tough one. Ooh, okay. This is going to be, this is really hard for me, because like I said, I've been saying I'm like bathing in the election results and crazy articles and I don't know I'm just like fascinated by it so 
but not in a good way. So what happens is like, I will have these like crazy negative dreams about it. Cause like the last thing that I'm doing right before bed is like reading an article or, Oh yeah. Oh, I could totally see that happening. My God. Yeah. Like I had like Trump was in my dream. It wasn't good. Um, <laughs> whether you like it or not, it, it's not a good person in your dream, but, um, yeah. So I think it's good to just turn, I, I the reading like an actual book has, when I do do that really helps. I think so too. And actually reading an actual book makes me tired. Whereas if I'm, if I'm like watching a movie or I'm reading like something like a current event, I'm more engaged in it. So I'm like yeah. waiting for what's happening next. So reading an actual book actually leads me towards sleep. I think more so than watching a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, and for me, like I tend to read, you know, like I was saying, news or articles on even like when I'm like in my bachelor mode, I will. Oh yeah. <laughs> so sad. I will get on like I don't even know what sites. I'll have. I'll tell you when I'm in there. But um, sites that like talk about it or review it, and so like, which is, I mean, really, Angela. Like, <laughs> I've already wasted like two hours of my life watching this show, and then I like spent another hour like reading about it. It's so weird. But mm-hmm. um, so I do that, and then I'm like okay, well, I just read crap. And now I'm still like, I don't know, it just doesn't engage me in a way that's like a good engagement. I can't really explain it. It's like fueling the obsession. So you just kind of, that's how they write it too, is to like keep you reading. (laughs) Yes. And actually one of my students, Gwyneth, she's very, very smart. And she said once in a training, she said like the internet has no end. And so like, if you're reading a book, like there's, there's an end, right? And not that you're going to, I mean, usually like with a book or something, you get to the end of a chapter and you just kind of close it down. And you do have to like, I feel like you have to put more energy into actually flipping the pages. And for some reason I have to concentrate more when I actually have a physical book. But with the internet, like if you're on your phone and you, I mean, the article might end, but then there's like a million things that are going, Hey, click on me. Or, you know, like you're checking Facebook or social media. And then next thing you know, you're like, searching someone's friend of a friend and you're looking at their kids photos it's like what is happening I've never thought about it that way that the internet never ends whoa mind blown (laughs) I know when she said that I mean I was like that is so obvious but so like brilliant like I never thought of it (laughs) totally no that's that's very real like one thing leads to another leads to another leads to another oh I know. And they're like, one of my friends said once, like, I hate clickbait and clickbait is like, you know, where they, they put like a headline that's a little misleading, but that just makes you want to click on it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and I've noticed even like on CNN, which is like a, you know, what I used to consider like a reputable site. It's like, there's a lot of clickbaiting even in their headlines. And I'm like, I, I don't know. And maybe this isn't as bad as like some of the like trashy sites, but I mean, they said like the day after the election, like, Hillary takes a hike and then you click on it and it's like literally her and her daughter are like going for a hike in the woods the next day, you know, and I'm like, that is just that is like not good reporting. That is just like, that's like catchy titles just trying to get you to click. Yeah. Yeah. Clickbait. And so again, of course I have to click like, what are they saying? You know, I mean, it's just so silly. So again, it's, it's no one's fault, but my own, but I think with the, if you commit like we talked about alarms in one of the first episodes, like you said, it's like set an alarm. So 30 minutes before you're going to go to bed, set an alarm and it's the turn off all devices alarm. That's a good one. I like this one. 
Yeah. So you guys try it out and see. Let us know. I'm going to try it out. I, I don't know if it's as challenging for Nicole. Uh, is no, it hard? I, I think it will. Definitely. I've been on a Hallmark Christmas movie kick right now. So this is going to be. <laughs> I love me some Hallmark Christmas movies. At least you're watching something like uplifting, though. Yeah. Well, I had to, I needed something light and that's what that's what I need. Just need a lightness at the end of the day, and it's always a happy ending. <laughs> That's why you go to Hallmark. <laughs> oh, I know. That's oh, yeah, I should try that. That's, you should. There's not, and they're okay. never ending, so you have definitely set the timer. <laughs> set the timer <laughs> because there's millions of Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, we're getting to that that time of year. It's kind of crazy. I know. Vic saw me watching him, and he was like, "Dude, it's October." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know, it's coming. <laughs> like, I'm eating candy corn and I'm watching a Christmas show. What's wrong with this? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, gosh. Always working to grow, right? Always. All right. So we're still in our launch phase. So none of you have actually heard our podcast yet. But when you do, please send your questions. Any questions you have for me to podcast at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Anything from life to love to diet, exercise, just any kind of coaching, coaching question, habits, happiness. I don't know. We'll talk about it and uh, it'll be fun. So give us a shout. And speaking of shout, Nicole's going to send us out with a shout out. Oh, yes. So I want to send a big special shout out to Jason. He's one of our newer yoga teachers at the studio. And he actually taught the nooner for me today. And it was his first real class. And it was a big one. Um, he taught it so that Angela and I could be out here podcasting. So thank you so much, Jason. Really appreciate it. And it has been so much fun to just watch him grow and his teaching and in his being and everything. And oh, it's just super exciting. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's he's a pretty awesome human. And it's like it, what's really kind of cool about it is that like, he teaches what we call community classes right now where he's kind of in training and people get a discount on the classes because they know it's a new teacher. And so we asked him to do this one um, at noon, which normally is I mean, it's a pretty decent sized class, but it's mm -hmm. not like, you know, huge. It's not like saying like, you know, primetime class during the week. But we didn't even realize it's Veterans Day today. So like <laughs> everyone has the day off. <laughs> so he had this like massive class, which I love when things happen like that, because I think had we all realized it, like he might have been a little afraid to do it. But um, like, ah, total empowerment. And he just took it on. And I bet he taught an awesome class. Yeah. Good job, dude. <laughs> Good job, Jay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Spark. Find us online at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest at Coach A Wags. That's A-W-A-G-S. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.